Hey, we're back. Greg Mason sitting in for Rich Gerard this morning. Hope you're joining us. Uh, we have the privilege of sitting with Ed Nail this morning. We're talking about voter fraud, which is a hot topic in the state right now. I know they had a big uh, meeting about it yesterday. Yeah, I couldn't get in. Couldn't get in. No, couldn't that get in. amazes me. Because yep. you're, the, you're the reigning expert on the whole matter, and they wouldn't let you in the door. Oh, want a little secret? What's that? I guess I can share this with the public. Somebody from the commission sent me an email right after they set the date. We're going to be in St. Anselm's College on uh, September 12th. Yeah. You know, make sure you sign up. So I sign up. Guess what happened? I'm on the waiting list. <laughs> I didn't make it. There was enough room for me to be there at the That's uh, amazing. Yeah, it's funny how that works. Yeah, you would think I might get a seat or something. Yeah. but And I found out there was no public testimony. Really? No, they took testimony from experts. So if you're an expert and you're invited to give testimony, then you get, yeah. So I've read a little bit about it. Um, if the public can't testify, okay, fine. If I can't testify, fine. I submit my written documents. I've submitted my written documents all over the place. Right. So activists from other states have my written documents. So what I can do is I can send them off to these people and have them look at it and have their legal crowd look at it and send it back. Where have I made a mistake? So that's where I'm at. I'm moving forward. Yeah. Uh, it is a violation of my 14th Amendment right to allow people from other states to vote here and not be a citizen. I know that's a fact, and I'm going to file a, a civil rights violation, you know, a complaint against yeah. the state of New Hampshire and Bill Gardner and the AG's office and whatnot for that and just keep moving forward. Because now the public gets to see how this works. We know we have the 94,000 double registered voters from the right. interstate cross-check thing. And now we know that we have 6,000 people registered same day on November 8th, 2016. That was election day, general election. And in that general election are offices for federal government positions. So the attorney, I mean, the uh, Senate and House elections are federal elections. And the U.S. government has a right, the federal government has a right to make sure that those elections are fair. There's no turning back the clock now. Right. Everybody Every, else yeah. knows that we're letting people from other states vote here because we're reinterpreting a 1972 court case that said you cannot prevent a college student who simply because he's going to graduate at some point in time and leave New Hampshire from voting in New Hampshire if he is otherwise qualified. The qualifications to vote in New Hampshire is you have to be a domiciled here. That's what our our state constitution says. You shall vote from the town or the ward in which you are domiciled. domiciled right. It doesn't say intend to be domiciled either. It doesn't say which you will get domiciled later on today or at which you sign a form. It says which you are domiciled, past tense. Yeah. Okay. There's been numerous court cases. There's uh, oh boy, a ton of them about this because in 1972, 73, some in that area, 18-year-olds got the right to vote. So all 50 states were affected by that. If you had 21 was the age to vote back then, it, your laws had to be amended. We have been stuck in a time warp where we pretended that any 18-year-old can come in here and vote. We can't stop them. That court case ends. The last two paragraphs say, the second to the last is very, very specific. It says, we can no sooner prevent an otherwise qualified student from voting in New Hampshire any more than we can force him to vote in a state he has long since left. 
and which may no longer recognize him. So if you have not long since left your state and that state still recognizes you, you can't vote here. That's another way to read that. That's the way the other states read it. That's a federal That's case. the way the other states read it. That's the other way. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, and then, we, no. uh, then here's the qualifications. Right. Bring in some of these. In Connecticut, where we were just talking about sure. uh, Mr. whatever his name was, Mr. O'Connor. Yes. In Connecticut, it says you have to bring two forms to register to vote. And two for, I'm sorry, two forms to get your driver's license. Yeah. One of them is your voter registration card. Right. Okay. So that's what. So there's like 25 different things you can pick from. I think I might have them in that article I handed you. Well, this is, this comes back to the whole voter, you know, ID issue and having IDs and should you, you know, you need an ID to vote and how terrible that must be and, uh, you know, why are we forcing people to have identification to vote? I mean, you can't do anything without it. You can't take a book out of the library without an ID. Why should you be able to vote? Yeah, so I've never understood that. Well, you. You can be if you want to sway elections. Well, that's right. Well, if that's... you can't find enough voters to support you, mm. where do you go? I mean, if, if it's the state of New Hampshire and there's uh, 1 million voters and 700,000 of them <clears throat> are voting for the other guy, right. where are you going to come up with new... Well, the only place to get them is from out of state. Yep. This is the uh, notarized residency statement for New Hampshire residents, new students only. Ha! Huh. Okay. okay. Dependent students whose parents are divorced or legally separated and only one of the parents is domiciled in New Hampshire are advised to have the parent information uh, U.S. Uh, of his or her status in New Hampshire. So we have, here's the form itself, notarized residency statement for New Hampshire residents, new students. Section A, if you are financially dependent on or living with your parents, please out the fo- fill out the following. And it has, you know, you have the street, the address in the other state. Mm-hmm. This, this is for the state uh, college, so I, this is not a public document for me to see. Sure. They would be able to see they it. They would be able to see it. Yeah. Oh, and anybody but who worked at the college could say, oh, geez, I have all this information. Huh. Is, this, yeah. is this usable for, uh, like, the college professors that stir up students to register to vote in uh, their respective yeah, state colleges? Yeah, classes, right. We know that in 19, what was it, uh, 2006, uh, re- uh, Professor Chuck Weed, who's on the election law committee as a state rep, made his own same-day voter affidavits for students' use, but no perjury clause included. So a sitting state rep who was a professor at a state college decided that people who are registering same-day, his supporters, which would be college students, shouldn't have to have a perjury clause stating that they are residents of New Hampshire. (laughs) So he took that out, and he gave them to kids to use to register to to vote. To register to vote. And they sent a guy from the AG's office out to stop him. His name was Bud Fitch. And who didn't stop him. Didn't stop him, no. So there was an AP wire service story about that, or I I wouldn't have any proof, other than one of my uh, members of the Coalition Hampshire Taxpayers was standing next to that uh, Fitch. um, If you'd like to join our conversation about any of this, uh, you can call us up at 606-6762 and talk to Ed Nails yourself. Find out more information about um, the the colander-like Polls that are in our election laws that uh, cause you know a lot of out-of-state voters to yeah, come here like a, and sway our elections, just which like I think is horrible. Any, just like a colander, the holes were drilled there on purpose. Yeah, you know, yeah, so that's what I mean. That's what's going on. Colander-like. So the other one, um, oh, the the court case with uh, Judge Lewis in Stratford County, yeah, where he said that call it now. He said you can have more than one domicile, but you can only have one residence. So students can have a domicile here for voting. They call it a voting domicile. You look up domicile. There's no such thing as a voting domicile. Domicile, right. Yeah. Okay. So 
what would your jury serve on a jury domicile be? If we're going to go through this, we should go through all the laws and kick it all out. You know, uh, if could you have a domicile just for getting hunting and fishing license in New right. Hampshire? Can right. You no, you to, can't. But that's oh, but when it comes to voting, yeah. whoa, oh, that's a big difference. So, different story. Can I take my voting domicile address and go to Fish and Game and say, yeah, I'd like to get a, a lifetime license with my? Uh, where do you live? Oh, I live at Owl's Nest. Yeah. yeah. Can you do that or Holloway Hall? Right. Is that how that works? Yeah. No, it doesn't work that way because money's involved. Right. Money's involved. The when college, money's involved for out-of-state tuition, then you can't say, oh, I live here in Owl's Nest. Oh, yeah, say, no, 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 no. I'll just no. make up. Yeah, Owl's Nest's my address. The yeah. college is going to go, oh, Owl's Nest is a dorm, idiot. Right. You can't right. use that. So money's involved. Yeah. But when it comes to voting, elections are involved. Who yeah. wins is involved. And that's as good as money. Yeah. So if you want to win an election, the best way to do it is to have your friends from anywhere you can get them voting for you. And if you're stupid enough to be a New Hampshire citizen and you don't care about people from other states voting here, you deserve what you get. Right. And we did. Yes. That's what. That's we, exactly what happened. Now, how is it that uh, all the state reps, the uh, Democrat state reps, are screaming for Bill Gardner's resignation? Is that just theater or what, what is that? Uh, what else are they going to do? When you have the law, you pound the law. When you don't have the law, you pound the table. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're just going to pick on somebody. Let's make Bill Gardner the issue. It's like right. George Bush was responsible for everything that happened, mm-hmm. whether, you know, they have nothing to hang their hat on. When I, when I saw the ACLU in 2015, the ACLU New Hampshire chapter sent, Bill, uh, to, sent the attorney general's office a 91A request, all right, RSA 91A, the right to know law. Please send us all of your investigations from 2000 to 2015. The AG's office responds and gives them 16 pages of gobbledygook, non-investigations. During that period of time, I know of a bunch of investigations because I was a person who turned some in. Put them all in, sure. And everybody who sent one to them sent one to me. So I have a stack of them in the office in Concord. Yep. And I I don't find them in that list. So the New Hampshire ACLU comes out and the Democrats come out with, hey, no voter fraud found. Yeah. Look at this. 15 years from 2000, 2000, no voter fraud found. Well, you didn't look at Dave Scott's submission of specific names and addresses. You didn't look at Bob Kingsbury, one of my directors at CNHT, did an exhaustive study in Laconia. They didn't look at that. That's not mentioned. The one I sent in with uh, Carl Gibson, that's not mentioned. Carl Gibson's waiting trial, might still be a waiting trial for getting involved in election. He's pretended to be a candidate, got arrested for that. And uh, the AG's office never took his computer, never took any sworn statements, never took any evidence. Guess what's going to happen to that case? Yeah, bye-bye. That's going to disappear. Yeah. So I'm all done messing around with, and it, Ed, why don't you sue? Why, why would I bother wasting my time in the kangaroo courts we have in, here in New Hampshire where a judge can say students have mobile domiciles so they can vote here and stay residents and keep a driver's license? It specifically says these plaintiffs are going to keep their driver's license in the other states and vote here. And the judge, Judge... Um, Screwy Lewis from Stratford County, who's no longer a judge, thank goodness, yeah. says, yeah, that's fine. I talked to a guy on the election commission in Maine. I called him. He's a lawyer. And I called him up, and his secretary said, I have Mr. Nail on the phone, Coalition Hampshire Taxpayers. The first thing he says is, what is – he doesn't even say hi. He says, what is going on in your state? Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, People of yeah. Maine can't vote in New Hampshire. In that list of things that the ACLU got from the attorney general's office was a letter from an election official in Maine. It says, dear Mr. and it was addressed to somebody at the, at the office, here are 39 names of people we believe are voting in both states. Would you please help us with some information? Never responded to. 
39 names for an election official in another state saying, we have these people we believe are voting in both states. Would you help us out? Send us information. There's nothing else. Well, I'll tell you something. If anyone out there, within the sound of our voice, has contacts with the representative, protest this. Because we need to have solid representatives. We need to have solid elections in this state. And we clearly don't. And so if you have any connections in the legal system or in the judiciary, and you can take this forward, um, solid evidence that now's we have. The time. A lot of, now's the time to do it because there's heightened federal interest. Uh, there's there's uh, the, now that we have an, administra- an administration in Washington that's uh, set against straightening this problem out. Now's a great time to get involved and straighten our. I mean, if nothing else, for the future going forward, it will straighten our election system out. It'll it'll you know straighten out the the problems that we have with the state election system we have to i mean it offends the hell out of me that people are coming into our state and voting you know they're here to vote i sat in ward one in manchester and watched people sign up the same day you know darn well that they're not living there and they're just bill gardner caught some in 2008 i think it was americorps yeah the ones we caught in 19 we caught them in 2000 the year 2000 yeah but this bus load a bus load because one of them told me I asked him, "Where did you, why did you vote in Deerfield? That's where the bus took us. Took us, right. Yeah. And they just showed up. Yeah. So I have their names. I mean, I have that evidence. And what did the AG do? Nothing. Nothing about and it. And why did those election officials in Deerfield keep that information? Because they had nowhere else to take it. And what happened? In 2000, the CNHT says, we're going to investigate voter fraud. And they brought it to me. Yeah. Otherwise, it would, it would be would gone. It would have just gone, gone yeah. away. Yeah. This we, is Greg Mason sitting in for the vacationing Rich Gerard. We'll be back in just a minute. 